At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. here at the Circus Sportsbook, and, and not the tension between me and Jeff. That, that, w- that we got s- figured out. Uh, there was, there was, was some good, anger. That was good-natured ribbing, though. No. But uh, we, we got through it. We worked our <laughs> way through it. Uh, the Sixers won earlier tonight, forcing a Game 7 on uh, Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, as they win 104-99. to But the tension, Jeff, we got a tie ball game in overtime after... I don't know. I, I know we always jump to all-time. I don't know if that's an all-time gaffe because they could still win this game. But Marc-Andre Fleury with under two minutes to go just to clear the puck harmlessly away, leading 2-1. to one. It goes off his skate right in front of the, right in front of the uh, net. Josh Anderson there pops it in, and we've got ourselves a tie ball game. Minus 140 was the last number I saw here on Vegas gold, uh, on the Vegas Golden Knights uh, to win, and plus 120 for the Montreal Canadiens as overtime is underway. Yeah, look, uh, I'm just going through my brain just trying to figure out goals that were like that, that were very just odd with goalie mishandles like that. Uh, Jonathan, it happened just in uh, in the footy recently, didn't it? Yeah, well, that that was Haiti the, and Canada. That was that was the one where where everyone hopped on the Haitian goalie for for mix for match fixing. I don't think anyone's doing that to Mark Andre Fleury. No, uh, but uh, no, it just from a hockey perspective, Jonathan Quick had one against the Blues. One of the years that the Kings ended up going on to win the Cup, actually, or excuse me, that was the year they lost to Chicago, I think. But regardless, he had one. He had a, he had a gap like that uh, in a Stanley Cup final clincher the year the Ducks won their Cup. The Stanley Cup winning goal technically was actually a, a gaffe like that. So it has happened in the last 15 years. It just 
for it to happen in that spot in a game where Vegas has completely dominated. And with, again, one minute and 55 seconds to go, they, they, they're coasting to the finish line here without that. And uh, now VGK in overtime and Carey Price is, again, we said that we've said this multiple times, Tim. The only way Montreal can win this series is if Carey Price steals it. And guess what? If Montreal steals this game, Carey Price is halfway home. Yeah. No, it is. And, you know, um, a historically large series price, largest since 1990 for a Stanley Cup playoff semifinal. And that's what we've got here. Three series. It was as high as Canadiens plus 425. Um, so it is uh, two to two with 16.56 to go in, uh, in this overtime session. And uh, the Canadiens trying to force, I mean, take a two game, two games to one lead, Jeff, which, I mean, it, it really would be stunning if we saw the Canadians pull this off, especially with the way this game has, has been played out. And if you took the plus price just based on value alone, hey, man, I mean, more power to you. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Canadian puck line bets, actually, in this series are probably not horrible bets. Yeah. Because price is going to keep these games tight, Tim. So just be on the lookout for that. Now, again, I'm... If, if Montreal wins tonight, Tim, that price in game four is going to get out of control again mm-hmm. because you're going to see people, hey, look, I, even behind us, uh, I, I mean, the, the newer jurisdictions are like minus 170 here, my, minus 160, minus 165. I, it wouldn't shock me if you see a, see Vegas as a road team down 2-1 at minus 180. Wouldn't shock me if that happens in, in a game number four. Um, you know, just looking back real quickly, Montreal – here at Circa was the the heftiest price. Most spots around town, Montreal minus 180 on the puck line uh, for this game, you know, a, plus a goal and a half. Obviously, yeah. that that is cashed. Uh, you have you have can't won. Lose. You have won that bet, regardless of what happens can't, here. Can't lose. Can't lose the. Uh, can't lose if you had the under two. Can't lose that. Uh, real quickly, um, Utah is uh, is stretching this lead a little bit. It's now 51 Ooh. to 40. Uh, but Nicholas Batum <laughs> just threw down. Machine. Just threw down a. And it is now a nine-point Utah lead in Los Angeles with about six and change to go. Uh, we've seen 16 points from Donovan Mitchell, 12 points already for Jordan Clarkson. Well, I, I think Donovan Mitchell's healthy. Yeah, he's. I think he's okay. He's playing well. And Mike Conley uh, back on the floor, just two points so far from Mike Conley. Big game tomorrow. Lots going on right now. Jared Smith, our friend, will join us in just... A second right now. Five and a half minutes to go in the second quarter in Los Angeles. A road favorite trying to get it done for a second time today is the Philadelphia 76ers. Earlier today, Jeff. Much to your chagrin, 104-99 win uh, <laughs> over the Atlanta Hawks as they do cover the three. The under was uh, a, a breeze, and the Utah Jazz now up 13, 55-42, as Jordan Clarkson has 16 points in this game. He's got a three. He was also fouled on a three, so he and Donovan Mitchell have combined for 32 points. Um, you know what? I'm going to return the favor to you, Jeff. Over? Done. Lock it up. I mean, lock I, I, it up. Look, I mean, look, look at it. You're, you're I'm sitting. Up, I'm up ten and a half points. Ninety-seven. This thing is yeah. in the bag. Just go to the go to the counter right now, Jeff, 
and just tell them this game's over. If this it, game it, is over, and I'm going to cash that ticket. If it loses, I'm blaming Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. You're responsible for for uh, for the for the main host on the show. Um, just, just throwing that I, out I will there. throw this out there. A good <laughs> nugget for your over. Yeah. As once again, Jeff last night emphatically, and to his credit, said, total's too low. Got to play the over here. Total went off at uh, 221. Yep. You got it at 220. 220? I, I have 220 and 221. Okay. You got yeah. it. Double I got two, down. I got two numbers. And the first quarter was a total of 54 and a half, 64 in the first quarter. Yeah, look, that's a good was, start for you. Quality start a little bit slower in the second quarter here because the Clippers have slowed down. But. Mm-hmm. Look, we're at uh, 97 with five and a half to go in the second quarter. Get to about 100 and get get another 18. Well, 18 would be the bare minimum. Get get us another 25, 30 points in the last five minutes. Uh, teams start heating up again. And I'm in pretty good shape. The only the only concern that I would have here, and this is always a concern with 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 totals, is uh, just uh, j- just in case if the game becomes a blowout and we get uh we get back end of bench A and back end of bench B to close things out, which could be a problem. Yeah. Um, we're going to catch up with Jared Smith here shortly. I think there was a little technical snafu. Uh, had a had a, a change in the Skype name. So uh, oh. I think we're going to get that figured out here. So Jared Smith going to join us here uh, in just a moment uh, to talk uh, talk a whole lot of uh, whole lot of things here. But uh, Vegas and Montreal uh, still tied at two, um, and. That is uh, that is where we stand. Thirteen minutes to go in that one. Yeah, Flurry robbed Armia earlier. Absolute robbery. Great pad save. Uh, that and look, Montreal's had the better of play in the, in this overtime session so far. Uh, again, as it's going to be in this whole series, it's just a matter of how long can Carey Price stay on, stand on his head, and how much in the tank does Montreal have? Again, they, everything we've seen so far through this series is not quite. As ridiculous as the Philly Atlanta series has been in the NBA, but VGK has been the better team for all but two periods so far in this series. They're in overtime right now because of the gaff by Flurry. I don't know how that just missed the net there for Montreal. And uh, the two periods the other night, the first two periods uh, in game two, Montreal was definitely better than Vegas. Uh, real quickly before we bring on Jared, uh, your in game line at Utah minus nine, and uh, music to your ears, your in game total, 230. Five. Okay, up fourteen. Feeling good about that one. Hey, look, you can block it up. If, if you were, if you were, cash if, it now, Jim. If you were, cash sca- it look, now. Look, if you were scared about a seven, if you were scared about a seven-point lead, Tim, I have no reason to be scared about a fourteen-point lead. Of course, right? isn't that how that works? Lock it up. It's Come on, a, I feel confident. It's 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 bring but, it, but, but bring it on keep, home. But keep in mind, though, Tim, was I right in the end? Was I right? It's the principle. Answer the question. It's the principle. Answer the question. I will not answer the question. I refuse to answer the question. I was right. I bet it properly. I didn't need you to mush me here. Uh, let's bring in Jared Smith. All right, Jared, you be you be the jury. You be you be the jury here. So we're we're sitting here. Show starts. I've got Sixers money line. I'm sweating it out because it's the Sixers, and I'm a moron for betting the Sixers after two collapses. And Jeff just. Ho-hum, oh, you got this thing in the bag. It's a seven-point lead in the fourth oh, quarter. And yeah. Jared, bada-bing, bada-boom, it's a one-point game. Trailed. It's never a one-point game in a moment. <laughs> this guy over here is trying to mush me. So, you know, Twitter has come to my defense. I don't. It doesn't matter that I won the bet. It's the principle that counts, Jared, right? 
I, I agree. I Thank mean, you. did Jeff have action on the other side? Like, no, what? no, no. Trust me. <laughs> just, I mean, I mean, that just that's just like mean, especially I, on a Friday oh, night. And it's the Sixers, for the love of God, oh, man! They just blew a twenty-six point lead. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, I don't think there's any. Uh, there's certainly no defense to thank you. the co-host Mush. I look like maybe I, it's like a random viewer that like knocks on the door and said, "Hey, Sixers got this in the bag." Yeah. Uh, but for your actual person that you work with and blood, sweat, and tears, that's that's a low one. I, I you know that's you, you got a lot of work to do tonight, Jeff, to make up for that. For 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 what it's worth, I will say this, Jared, and it's funny that he that you asked. Did I have action on the other side? If I had the Hawks, I would have declared it over regardless. So it would have been, it, it would have been. Oh, I'm losing the my bet, not Tim. Not Tim's bet in game. the bag. Exactly. Uh, it's, but it's, it, look, I feel like that's a, a piece in the betting arsenal. Uh, of course. The, when to use the reverse jinx? If you use it too much, then you're like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly. But you, True. there's certainly times to use it. You, you got to pick your spots. You got to, you know, yeah. you got to call yourself a moron on Twitter. Like, why would I ever do this? But while quietly, quietly saying, "Come on, come on, reverse jinx. Let's bring it on home." Uh, uh, Jared Smith. Uh, great uh, sports betting analyst uh, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter uh, as we're watching Utah really put it to the Clippers right now, up 17. Um, but I want to look ahead to tomorrow. You're, you're there in New York, and um, it, Brooklyn comes back. We just talked to Alex Schiffer, who covers the Nets uh, for uh, for the Athletic, and it, it's such a fascinating game because the last time we saw them play at the Barclays Center, obviously we witnessed one of the greatest playoff performances of all time. And you're just wondering, all right, what, what does KD have in the tank? Is Jeff Green going to be a hero again? Maybe James Harden continues to get healthier. You're looking at this game right now. Uh, it's a pick, and this is what we kind of anticipate. I know the market opened at 1.5 for, uh, for Milwaukee, but it's gone to pick 214.5, which is crazy, considering, Jared, mm. we're now, we've moved 25 points from game wow. one in the totals market. So what do you make of tomorrow night, Bucks and Nets? I mean, I think the line opened at a point where uh, clearly the sports books have, don't have a whole lot of faith in the Nets. Right. And that, to me, was the obvious, you know, whoa, the Nets aren't even really favored at home in a game seven. Uh, and, and that kind of pushed me back off of Brooklyn a little bit, and it really made me take a harder look at Milwaukee. I, I'm probably not going to bet this pregame. I'm probably going to play it like I've tried to play some other game sevens in the past, and that's to just to kind of wait out the runs and to see if you can't time a couple of runs right. Brooklyn starts hot, Milwaukee starts hot. You get the other side getting six, seven points, and then you try to get back on 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 the other side getting a few, and, and then you just kind of sit and watch. I think the most stressful part of these playoffs have been, you know, just the lack of fear mm -hmm. that these teams have when they're down. <laughs> yeah. um, and it makes these games really entertaining, but it makes them really tough to bet on because you never feel like you have a grasp on the game. Um, and and I, I would certainly say that the weakness in the opening line for Brooklyn as a home team in Game 7 really makes me think how healthy is James Harden? He didn't look great the other night. And what's the supporting cast going to look like for this Nets team? Saw a little bit from Joe Harris last night. little fire there. I, I certainly like that. Uh, but they're going to need a lot more than just that to get past this Milwaukee team who's clearly starting to find another gear. And they've certainly struggled in these games in years past. But but maybe this year's a little bit different. I think the opening line certainly reflects that. And, you know, the total has been something we've discussed so much because you look at these two teams and you anticipated 
the number to be 239 and a half or 240 for game one, and that's mm-hmm. what it was. And it's gone under so easily in every single game except game five, uh, in which it got to 218, then Harden got announced back, and it closed 222. So it actually ended up being a push on the total. You know, have we gone too far with this? It has moved 25 points. So you're sitting there 214 and a half. You know, part of us is saying, okay, the market has gone too far. You got to bet the over. But then it's a game seven, Jared, and it's another one of those situations where this could be a slugfest, and you're going to be sitting there tomorrow night saying, I am such an idiot. You know, the, the total has gone well under. Why would I try to zig when it's clearly you just keep rolling with this trend? Yeah, and it's still very early. You know, the tickets especially don't really come in public-wise until day of. So I expect this to change tomorrow, and usually the public does bet the over. But sure. uh, everything's been to the under so far. And we've seen the total, you know, sink just a little bit, uh, but nothing significant. So I, I, I think the market's moving in the right direction. If all of a sudden it takes a beeline tomorrow and everyone starts betting the over, which I, I wouldn't expect that to happen in a Game 7, then maybe I would look at this a little different. But, I mean, there was an 86, 80, was it 86, 83, one of the yeah, games in the 86, series? 86, 83. I mean, you <laughs> That's 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 a college basketball score. That's like uh, you know that, that's that's a score we've seen in the NCAA tournament. So I I don't know if if you can really feel good about betting the over in this game, especially and and again it goes into the handicap of what we're talking about. I think Milwaukee, and, and this was my handicap coming into the series, obviously it got thrown you know, through a loop after those first two games, but my handicap coming in, and it came into the playoffs too, is I thought Milwaukee was a much tougher team defensively. Portis, Tucker, a little bit of a different vibe to them this year. Obviously, Brooklyn likes to play the up-tempo style, but now they're really shorthanded. So I, I don't know if there's enough you know, firepower to really consider betting an over in this game. Obviously, the Game 7 nature, you would expect the first quarter, first half to be played a little tighter and then we'll see which team kind of takes the you know takes the reins of the game but i i think betting it over in this spot uh you're certainly going to be biting your nails from the opening tip uh i i think i would much rather wait to see how both teams come out which team comes out hot is there a hot shooter and then to kind of play the line off of where it swings jared you're on uh you're on a heater right now in euro 2020 that's being played in 2021 uh, and Tim gave me permission <laughs> to bring it up. I so, did. Uh, I, I, so I, I can go ahead with it. Friday. Happy yeah. Friday, guys. You so, can talk soccer. So, Jared, three games tomorrow. Uh, the, uh, the second games uh, in Group F. Uh, the final game in Group E for the second round of games. So, France, Hungary, Germany, Portugal, and Poland in Spain. What do you like in those three games? The one that stands out to me, at least, is it looks like you're getting a pretty nice price on Portugal uh, I understand that Germany lost their first game, but Jared, they look pretty bad in that loss to France. They very easily could have been worse than one nothing. Absolutely, and you know, I was on. La- I think it was either last week or two weeks ago, and and I I felt Portugal uh, was a very you know live squad in this tournament, uh, the defending champs, and they have all the attacking talent in the world. Um, and I, I really think that they're a live dog in this game, too. I, I've been fading Germany from the start. Uh, I'm going to continue to do that. I, I think France is going to really clamp down on Hungary tomorrow. Um, if you want to bet France to win to nil, um, I think that's a pretty decent bet. You're laying about 20, 30 cents there. If you want to go a little bit further than that and just say Hungary to not score, you're laying about 60 or 70 cents. 
uh, a little juicy, but uh, Hungary shown absolutely nothing uh, in in that in that match against Portugal, and, and I think France's defense is actually better. So I think France is going to have their way with Hungary tomorrow. That Poland Spain match is fascinating. Spain was as good as you can possibly be without scoring against Sweden. They I think it was two point eight expected goals in that match, and they didn't mm-hmm. score. So uh, shows what the expected goals really mean uh, when it comes to the scoreline. Meanwhile, Poland was kind of a sleeper team for me. I mentioned them last week. Lewandowski, of course, the striker from Bayern. Munich had an unbelievable season, but the midfield for Poland really disappointed me in that match against Slovakia. They went down with the red card, didn't didn't come back from that, lost two one. They're going to be desperate. I expect Spain with the you know off just one point, they're going to be pushing as well. Uh, I, I would lean Poland getting a spread. I think you're getting one and a half there at like minus one twenty. That's not bad uh, because that means Spain has to score twice, and I don't know if they're going to be able to score twice. Uh, and I think Poland's going to be pushing hard. So I would say Poland plus one and a half, decent line there. Uh, and I agree with your take on Portugal and then France to win to nil or, or Hungary not to score. Either way, you want to play it. Uh, I think that's how I'll roll on Saturday. By the way, uh, the Montreal Canadiens have just won. <laughs> I, I, I was oh watching the corner of my eye. Wow. Uh, well, we, all right, real quick, live reaction. Uh, live reaction to this. You know, what do you do in this series? Is this an opportunity? Down 2-1, game four in Montreal. Do you look at this as a, as a potential series price play, depending on what it comes out as on Vegas? Absolutely. Um, the goal, which... Sent it to overtime. That's oh. got to be one of the flu. I mean, that All-timer. was like a Mighty Ducks goal. That was like an eat, like an Iceland goal that they scored against the Mighty Ducks in D2. Um, I, so I, I would say Vegas bounces back from that. Well, I'm curious what the money line price would be just on Vegas to win the game. You know, n- not just the series. Um, it, that, that, that would certainly intrigue me. And yes, if you're getting Vegas at plus money to win the series, I, I don't think it'll, I don't think they'll go that far. Um, but, you know, maybe minus 150. Um, really, really, really impressive goal, too, to win it. But Montreal's game. They've been game all year. They've been an underdog squad all year. And, I, you know, they got a goaltender who can certainly hang. So I don't know if I'd be as inclined to win the, to, to bet the series, but I would definitely be interested in betting Vegas in game four. Yeah, and tonight they went off uh, minus 165 here at Circa. Jared, we got about a minute. Uh, any thoughts on uh, what to expect tomorrow? Uh, Islanders and Lightning right now. Uh, the Islanders uh, backs against the wall here. Starting to look a lot like last year. Um, Tampa's just so good at getting what they want. Vasilevsky didn't play his best game in, in, in game one. Gave up kind of a goal that I think he would want to have back, and that ended up being the winner. Um, and he's been really good since. So I, I think Tampa's I think Tampa's legit. Um, and I think they're going to win the series. Do they win tomorrow night? Maybe the Islanders even it, but I, I think best two out of three, I would certainly lean Tampa. Uh, if the Islanders do win tomorrow night, I would come back Tampa in game five because it certainly seems like uh, the Lightning are, are starting to show that form from last year where they were, I mean, you know, towards the end uh, of that bubble playoff run. I mean, they were just almost unbeatable, especially in that series against the Islanders. So uh, they're certainly starting to get flashes of last year. He is Jared Smith. Always a, a friend of the program, and we'll be having him on a regular basis at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Good luck with the footy tomorrow, Jared, and uh, thank you. We will uh, we will talk to you next week. Yes, sir. There he is, Jared Smith. How about a little instant reaction? Three-two Canadians win over the Golden Knights. Darren Banks standing by. He'll join us in studio. How did this happen? He'll tell us next, right here on the Nightcap. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. the nightcap here on VSIN, and sometimes we have instant reaction and that's what we're doing right now as the Montreal Canadiens down two to one with less than two minutes to play win in overtime three to two Marc-Andre Fleury really almost an all-time gap Darren Banks has joined us in studio Banksy let's start with the Andre Fleury, Marc-Andre Fleury mistake um you played the game for many many years how many times have you seen something like that happen? Not very often. Yeah. Yeah, not very often. It was uh, very unfortunate. I mean, you, you can't blame anybody but him, you know. But it's a mistake, and you hope that your team, I mean, the game, you know, you didn't lose the game there, but you sent it to overtime, and overtime, again, Montreal came with it. They they brought it to them. They kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, and you could see Vegas was tired on that last goal, they were a tired team, tired guys on the ice, not getting the puck deep, and it ends up with a goal in their net. Right. The, the thing I'm curious about, you know, and I know, Jeff, you'll, you'll dive in a little bit more on the game itself, but, you know, for this series, it was an all-time series price. The, the biggest we've seen in a semifinal, in a Stanley Cup playoff semifinal since 1990. Now the Knights are down 2-1, and Game 4 is obviously in Montreal. From what you've seen, Banksy, is this a time if the series price is palatable to grab the Knights? Still grabbing the Knights. I, I don't know how I'm grabbing the Knights, but I'm grabbing the Knights. <laughs> and thinking, I mean, they came out 
tonight. And, and they, they outplayed them, right? I yeah. mean, they outplayed them the entire game. But then they give up two, you know, the goal that they score, the guy gets a breakaway because the guys are out of position. Mm-hmm. You know, and the guys capitalize, and they're capitalizing on their chances. They didn't have, I don't know how many shots they end up with tonight, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't over 15. And they capitalize on their on their chances. Just it, more than anything, Banksy, how do you how do you recover from with the way that these two games have, have played out these last two? Well, really, game two more than anything was they just didn't show up until it was too late. But tonight, this was a total out. But they outplayed them the whole way, and a gap, like you said, out of position goal on goal one, and then just a, an all time gaff in, in goal two. Yeah, but we still got to look back. They had power plays, and they're doing nothing on the power play. Their power play looks horrible. You know, need guys in front of the net. So, you know. Thanks. Do you have a drink order? I'll go get oh, it. Oh, oh I'll, yes, I do. I'll, go, Hang I'll, on. Go, I'll, I'll get it. But, uh, Keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get they, they, need, they need guys in front of the net, and they're not getting it. And then when they do go to the front of the net, okay. you can bring they it. don't keep playing. <laughs> there Thank we you go. Much. Thank you. They don't keep playing. You know, and it's uh, if the power play doesn't start scoring, we're going to have a problem. If we get past this series and say we have to play Tampa Bay, I don't even care if you play the Islanders. Both of their power plays are way better than the Knights. So looking at the numbers tonight, the, the Canadians ended up with 24 shots, uh, 27 shots on goal. But, I mean, when we were watching it in the second period, what, it was like 25 to 8? Something something that, I mean... 20, 26, 7 I mean, it was ball, insane. Yeah. So you mentioned it, and I, I, I cleaned it up a little bit uh, when I mentioned what you told me about the power play, but what is wrong with the power play right now for, for the Golden Knights? If you look at their power play, they get the puck one line. Their problem is that they're coming in the zone. They're not getting entry into the zone. You might as well just dump it instead of throwing it to that guy in the back, have him skate it, and then pass to a guy that's standing at the blue line. It's not working. And then when they get in there, they don't want nobody wants to go to the net. They just pass around the circle. Well, any penalty kills is going to let you do it, you know. And until you, and you know, they're taking wrist shots from the blue line when you could just be pounding it at the net. And you know, their defense. I seen two of their defensemen today stick their legs out. One guy got it in the knee, the other guy got it in the ankle. Obviously, you're not shooting the puck hard enough if he's able to do that, you know. And you've got to get there a couple times. They had guys in front, but not a second guy. You know, you got to outnumber them on the puck all day long. Game four, Sunday. I would imagine that price is probably going to look even higher than it did tonight. Where would you be comfortable? Where does the stopping point for betting Vegas in Game Four? Because I wouldn't be shocked if it's like minus one eighty with the way that the way that it's probably going to be bet. Yeah, and it's probably going to go that way, and you're going to have to bet them. You know, like our sportsbook. I'm pretty sure we need it, Montreal. Sure, <laughs> right? You know, and they win again. But and I saw that the the in game price for overtime open minus one thirty five goes to you know plus one twenty. So. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. It's going to be interesting. You know, you just got a fresh drink. I, I think you need to stick around, have a couple more sips. You know, give us that Friday feel. So one more segment with you. We'll talk a little Tampa Bay. We'll talk a little Islanders. Maybe a little golf. Huh? A little golf. A little basketball? Oh, I'll throw something in there. Okay. Oh, there All right. Go. Banksy's sticking around. It's the Friday feel right now. Unfortunately, we're not... I'm feeling so great about the hometown team, but Banksy's here to cheer us up. More with him coming up next. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN.
going to make some more golf bets heading into the weekend. Don't miss a special after the cut edition of the Long Shots podcast. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds look ahead to the weekend at the U.S. Open and tell you who is worth playing and who is worth fading at Torrey Pines. The Long Shots podcast available at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It's the nightcap here on vcin, second half underway in Los Angeles, Utah up by 23, 75 to 52. Donovan Mitchell has six three-pointers and 25 points in this game. The Vegas Golden Knights now down two games to one and uh, fresh off the presses from BetMGM, Darren Banks hanging out with us for another segment. VGK in this series, minus, oh, and I just have an update. It was minus 125. It is now minus 145 on the series. <laughs> and Canadians, Canadians on the buyback at plus 120. So if you like minus 125, you missed it. And it hasn't been put up here uh, at Circa either. There, there's also another one uh, uh, in, in town as well. Uh, Superbook minus 160 adjusted series price on VGK. Would you play it still? No. Yeah. Minus 160. No. I mean... Vegas has got to have a better game. I mean, it was a good game today. Just one little, you know, brain fart, you want to call it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they end up losing, you know, tie, and whatever happens in overtime, it happens in overtime. But uh, still leaning towards my Vegas Knights, and hopefully we get Stevenson back. He's a big – I didn't think he was that big of a key, but they they kind of need him. They need that speed, and then he can put Tuck on another line, and you've got some, a couple other lines moving out there. Just looking ahead to tomorrow – uh, the Islanders and Tampa. Uh, Islanders win game one and haven't won since. Um, Islanders at home. Home dog plus 116 here, Banksy. The Islanders are lightning minus 127. You like the Island, or the lightning, I should say, from the jump in this postseason. Now here they are. Uh, minus 127. Is that is that a short price? Would you play Tampa Bay here? I'd still play Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're 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 a good team. They're a very good team. And then and I mean, if you watch their power play, it is crazy sick how good they are. And they move the puck so well. I mean, I would hope that the Knights coaches would watch some of their game and just watch their power play how they move them. And then we have those caliber players on our team that can move the puck like that and shoot the puck and they score on rebounds and guys going in and that. I mean, it, it's. Their power play is probably the best in the league. Uh, and the Islanders, they're going to play feisty. It's I said this that series would be a dogfight. Didn't know the night series was going to be a dogfight, but it looks like it's going to be a dogfight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, Tampa Bay, I would lean towards them still. Banksy, uh, two rounds done at Torrey Pines. Just like we all expected, the final group tomorrow was Russell Henley, who was just shy of 450-1 to one behind us, and a fellow named... Richard Bland, uh, 48 years old from England, was 1,111 to one behind us uh, to win this tournament. John Rahm right now, the betting favorite of most spots that have odds up. Just what what have your thoughts been through two rounds? And uh, this feels like a John Rahm tournament now. Yeah, but I'm looking at Utazen. Okay, Louis, and I like Shifley a lot. Or uh, Shoffley. Shoffley, Shoffley. Yeah. I like those two guys. Uh, this rough there, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but the ball goes in the rough, and you can't even see their feet, let alone the ball. So it's uh, guys that don't hit it in the fairway, and that's why uh, the big dog there, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, hits it too far. He hits it into the, into the rough all the time, and he's got bad lies. So uh, these guys are going to put it in the fairway, 
or the guys are going to win this tourney. And well, it should be a fun Sunday. Yeah, Bro- uh, Bryson and Brooks, uh, both even par. And uh, you're going to come hang out with me on Sunday. We're going to watch the U.S. Open. We're going to watch VGK. We're going to watch uh, Atlanta and Philly. You, Philly going to take care of business? You had oh, Philly yeah. tonight. I've had listen. I've had Philly all the way. I've had him. You're not wavering. The East. You're not wavering at all. No, I've had Philly winning the East since day one, and then after that, I don't know. I mean, I've I've, a li- I, I do have a little on on the East. Uh, we've talked about. It. I just like the the, the draw because I thought they would run through Atlanta. Not so much. Um, but I have Philly to win the East. I have them to win this series. So yeah, I'm invested. Uh, quite a bit in the Philadelphia 76ers. Banksy's more confident than you were tonight. Why would I be confident when this team just blew a 26-point lead? And by the way, the moment Jeff tries to to mush my bet, my money line play, they hit two threes. By the way, since you told since you told the world that the Jazz were going to win, Jeff. The Clippers have gone a 7-0 run. Oh, I, I can't be. You're, a, I can't, you're I, I a refrigerator. I didn't, I didn't. I'm only rooting for points here. I don't really care who wins. Banksy, though, you're you're on the you're on the Sixers. So we'll be watching that on Sunday. Uh, I got to go back to golf because I know you're a big golf. You you love playing it. Um, did you get into it while you were playing? Not really. I mean, I played a little bit of golf, goofing around near my middle of my career. Started to play a little bit more. I didn't really take golf serious until I more or less came home mm-hmm. and played with my buddies back home, and they were kicking my butt all over the place. And I don't like to lose. Well, I was gonna say because. I, I, I was curious, I guess you've probably heard stories, who is the best golfer, like historically, in the NHL, who was just a, a beast on the course? Dan Quinn. Really? Yeah, Dan Quinn. He was on the uh, that celebrity tour thing there. He was winning all the time. There's a lot of really good golfers. I mean, I've played with Jeremy Roenick. i played with Grant Fuhrer. These guys can really play. Um, well, Ronick had that iconic story, right, where he played with Jordan. They played 36 holes, and Jordan had, like, 20 beers and, and then went and scored. What, what was it? Like, he scored, like, he was ragging on him, like, you're not going to score or whatever, and Jordan scored 45 yeah. that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, there's, there, there's some really, really – and I find most hockey players, they either play golf or they fish. That seems to be what a lot of the guys do. Yeah, I'm trying to remember – um, at the uh, the the golf tournament up in Tahoe, because they usually have, you know, the the best of the best. I'm trying to remember who are some of the really good uh, pro, uh, hockey players that come up there. Um, Red Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's usually it's what it, it's usually in that tournament. It's either hockey players or major league baseball players. Well, Tony Romo's one of the best too. Well, Tony Romo. Tony Romo's in a different Rick different Roden. Yeah, Roden, uh, John Smoltz is a scratch yeah. golfer. I mean, self-taught, by the way. Who? Mark Mulder, uh, John Smoltz. John Smoltz. Self-taught. Are you? You're probably self-taught. You think I took a lesson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have the patience for some guy to tell me what to do out there. I, if I don't learn on my own, I'm never going to learn. Uh, I'm just. I'm looking it up. This is uh, fascinating on-air stuff. So I just. I knew there would be some some golfers or some uh, hockey players that are that are. Um, all right, well, we'll it, it doesn't matter. Um, all right, Banksy. Lightning tomorrow. Knights even this thing up on Sunday? Yeah, they have to win. I mean, they can't come down 3-1 to one, Montreal. I, I, I thought this series would be over in four or five games, so um, they got to figure it out. I mean, and if we get those power plays, we got to learn to capitalize them. But they came out tonight and the way they were supposed to. You know, they got yeah. more shots and... I don't know what the shots were at the first period, but I think they only had four, and we had like 10 or 12. Yeah. 
That's Darren Banks. Appreciate him coming in on uh, on short notice. Always a pleasure. Banksy, we'll be back. It is the nightcap here on Vison. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is a nightcap here on VSIN. Tim Murray, Jeff Parles with you as uh, we will get you updated on the Jazz and Clippers right now. Jazz up 85 to 64. Donovan Mitchell, 25 points so far, Jeff, in this game. And uh, Royce O'Neal has 11 and for our for our producer Aaron Oster, I believe that is an over uh, on on Royce O'Neal. So, yeah, it should be. The total was in the single digit. So yes, there we go. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So Royce O'Neal over. That's a win for uh, Mr. Oster. So we always like to uh, cheer for that. He needs uh, a couple more rebounds. He's got over rebounds nine and a half for Paul George. And right now Paul George sitting at five rebounds, eighty-five to sixty-four. You're on. The over, 220, 220 and 221. And I have the Jazz to close out a road favorite money line parlay, which I would never recommend, but that was just the way I was feeling tonight. I was uh, selfishly hoping that we would get ourselves uh, two game sevens on Sunday, and right now looking like we will. As we know, the Hawks and Sixers, they will play on Sunday. DraftKings Sportsbook opened up seven 
for the Philadelphia 76ers. That feels very high. Very high. I agree. <laughs> uh, we've got a pick tomorrow afternoon, uh, or tomorrow evening, I should say, with Milwaukee and Brooklyn, but a really impressive performance so far by the Utah Jazz, 85-64. to Jordan Clarkson uh, going flamethrower mode off the bench, 21 points, 2 of 3 from 3, 8 for 12 from the field, and, uh, you know, Bogdanovich hasn't gone crazy. Uh, Rudy Gobert, honestly, do you look at Rudy Gobert? Eight points, five boards right now for Rudy Gobert. Uh, but uh, Utah up by 21. For Paul George, if you're wondering, uh, six of 15, 16 points tonight. He's got six assists and five rebounds. So this game, if it stays the way that it is playing out right now, Jeff, it would be 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific in Salt Lake City on Sunday afternoon, and uh, if the Clippers do come back, it would be Clippers and Suns. Just, if you're the Suns, obviously you want the Jazz to win this game. Yes. The bigger question is, do you want the Jazz to win the series? I'd say no, because the Clippers don't have Kawhi Leonard. So I think the perfect scenario, if you're the Phoenix Suns, is what's happening right now, Utah beats the Clippers tonight, And then I would think they would prefer the Clippers just because Kawhi Leonard is out. They are not at full strength. Yeah, yeah, look, it's just... And they'll have home court. Yeah, well, I do think even with Kawhi out, I think the matchup is still good against Utah. Like, it's still better because the Clippers can go small against them and match up a little bit better. And I understand that Aiden would be able to have his way a little bit more, but... Gobert is going to get totally destroyed in the pick-and-roll game if it's Utah. They'll take advantage. They, They'll they take, will take full advantage. advantage of that. And, Honestly, and, and, I, and Tim also, too, like having home court advantage will be important now. Now that teams actually have crowds again, Phoenix's crowd has been awesome this whole postseason as they continue to get more and more capacity. Uh, and so, we know the crowd in Salt Lake City is, is out for blood. So, uh, look, I, I having even though, again, it would be an advantage, even though I think the matchup is a little bit better against Utah, getting the Clippers would help getting the extra home game for Phoenix. So it's one of those where I think the Suns are sitting there and they says, you know what, the series goes seven, we don't really care who we get because I think we're beating either of these teams if I'm Phoenix. Yeah, and I know JVT uh, has questions about the depth of the Suns, and it, it's understandable, but I, I just, especially with Utah, I like the matchup, and if, if the Clippers make it out, uh, they win in four games Without Kawhi Leonard, is it possible? Sure, but it would be hard to envision, especially if Kawhi Leonard, or excuse me, uh, Chris Paul does get to play in the majority of those games. That still remains the big wild card, and I don't know if we'll know an answer maybe until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we'll find out more specifics on on the situation with Chris Paul. But right now, looking like we will have a Game 7 on uh, on Sunday afternoon as the Utah Jazz right now lead by 17 with 4.51 to go in the third quarter. One other thing, too, if the Clippers do come out of this series and it goes seven, that's back-to-back seven-game series for the Clippers. Yep. How much do they have left in the tank for a Western Conference Final against a team that, look, Tim, they've played in the last, uh, as soon as AD went out, the last six games, there has been one competitive game of those six. Yeah, they have been almost flawless uh, since since KD got hurt. They've won seven consecutive games. Uh, have the Phoenix Suns. You, you wonder about that rest. They will have sat now for over a week. Uh, I, I don't really worry about that. I'm not worried much. at all. 
And if it's the Clippers, they get to play at home. Uh, if it's Utah, obviously they would have to travel to Salt Lake for what I would imagine would be a Tuesday night game one. I yeah, it would have to be, yeah. yeah. So uh, we will uh, we will keep you posted on that as, uh, you know, maybe the Clippers try to make a little, little run here. Um, but uh, we're going to talk to uh, Johnny Avello coming up at the uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, just going back to the U.S. Open and, and where we stand, uh, we haven't gotten to it yet. Can you, uh, you mentioned the Westgate Superbook. Jeff Sherman has posted their odds. Uh, we'll talk to Johnny Avello top of the hour. We'll talk about DraftKings odds. But here in town, what does the Westgate have adjusted odds for the U.S. Open? Yeah, sure, Tim. Uh, John Rahm's your favorite at plus 350, or if you like fractions, 7-2, to two, uh, Tim. Uh Shoffley is six to one at uh, at Westgate at DraftKings. Ustazen's your second favorite at six to one. Flip uh, Shoffley and Ustazen for for uh, Westgate out here, uh, and then pretty much the odds are pretty similar. DraftKings to Westgate, uh, both places have Wolf at ten to one, eleven to one at DraftKings for Henley, twelve at uh, Westgate, and then sixteen on Kepka and both places have 16. Bubba Watson at 18 in both places. DeChambeau, 18 at DraftKings, and 20, along with Colin Morikawa at the Westgate. So, look, I, I go off of what I was saying before here, Tim. This feels like John Rahm's tournament. And Ustazen, if there was a prop of who will finish second, I would bet Louis Ustazen right now to finish second with the way his track record is. At majors, but look, Rahm has been very steady through these first two rounds. The guys in front of him, look, the guys at the top, look, good for you, Richard Bland, good for you, Russell Henley. They are the absolute, and I know we were saying this about Phil in the PGA, and obviously that didn't work out. But those two guys are as easy of a fade tomorrow mm-hmm. as you can possibly see in a golf tournament, and they are going to be paired together, so it may be hard to find a matchup where they're not against each other. But it is just, I, I mean, Richard Bland was four under today and, and basically made every single putt, Tim. That's not happening again. So I, I would look to fade Bland and Hanley, or Henley tomorrow. And I think Rom, even at a short price of plus 350, I think that's the play I would make here. Uh, and going back to what you said, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds normally don't take the short shot. They landed on John Rom before this tournament. So that might have been a sign there. The guy that. Ty Lu said was out of their rotation eight days ago. Terrence Mann just hit another three, and this game is now a 12-point game. Terrence Mann has 29 points. He went over his player prop by the first media timeout. Is that good? Once again, I will read you the quote. Ty Lu says Terrence Mann didn't play much because he's out of the rotation right now. He has 29 points eight days after that was said. What was Ty Lue doing? Seriously. He had the poster dunk against Rudy Gobert the other night. 29 points tonight for Terrence Mann. And it's a ball game. 12-point game right now. Uh, the Clippers trailing by 12 against the Utah Jazz. So a nice run. Clippers have outscored the Jazz so far by 10 in this third quarter. And maybe I spoke too soon uh, about the potential of a Game 7 uh, here on Sunday as this has been a great third quarter for the Clippers, I, honestly, I didn't even, you know, because Banksy was coming, I didn't even grab or take a look at the second half line uh, in this game. So, I mean, it's it's too late now, but right now, uh, a great start to the second half. It was Clippers minus four and a half here at Circa. So right now you're clear by five and a half points. Okay, look, look uh, 
Right now, Tim, I think the big thing for Utah is close this quarter strong. They're get they're still getting pretty darn good looks from three. They're just not hitting as much uh, over these last few minutes. There's Terrence Mann again. This is incredible from Terrence Mann uh, tonight. And again, out of the rotation in game one. Played a lot in the Dallas series. I, I don't get it. I mean, he's been spectacular. And again, down to 10. And look, I, all the pressure's on Utah here to not pull a 76ers on this one. Uh, as Clarkson clangs another three. So this is, this may get dicey all of a sudden when this looked like it was going to be a route and a game uh, a game seven in Salt Lake definite in uh, about three minutes ago in game time, Tim. May not be the case anymore. And uh, I'll ask you, who's the mush now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. About, yeah, I guess I mushed him a little bit. I mean, this was... We're seeing a really impressive performance. I, I just out of the rotation eight days ago. And Terrence Mann has a career high in, as ESPN pointed out, in both in, in college or the NBA. That's what he's got tonight. That's incredible because he was really good at Florida State also. He just wasn't known for his scoring. And there he goes again, three from the corner. He's got it. It's a seven-point game with three minutes to go in the third quarter all of a sudden. I just – I what what an indictment on, on, the, on the rotations for Ty Lue. Now, he ultimately went to him. But the dude was not playable eight days ago, and now he has 34 points in a chance to clinch the second round of the playoffs. We'll see what response uh, the Jazz have. They've gone cold, and the Clippers have all the momentum on their side right now. They have outscored the Utah Jazz by 15 in this quarter, Jeff, and a chance to make this a six-point game. Uh, again, it would be kind of comical that if uh, that, that if the Clippers finally make that elusive Western Conference Finals, it was on the back of Terrence Mann. Yeah. That would make a whole heck of a lot of sense, Tim. Terrence Mann. It's the Terrence Mann game. 34 points. Remember, <laughs> his, third quarter too. <laughs> his over-under tonight was nine and a half. He got that by the first media <laughs> timeout. 34 for Terrence Mann. It's the nightcap. Stick around here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.